0: And I could do all
1: things. I could do all things. Yeah, I can do all things. Yeah, yeah, My name is Eva Hager.
0: My name is Albert Stevens.
1: we are the Cotillion Quadruplets.
0: Today, our, our guest on our first podcast, very first podcast, is Pastor Jeff. So, welcome, Pastor Jeff. Well, thank you. I'm excited. Yeah.
1: <laughs> How's your day been?
0: It's been wonderful, actually. How about yours?
1: It's been pretty good.
0: Good, good. Mm-hmm. Albert, how about you? It's been pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Excited, busy, guessing. yeah, busy, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, we have some questions for you. All
0: right, I'm ready. I'm ready.
1: Okay, so when and why did you become a pastor?
2: Oh wow. <laughs> uh, when was probably about about 15 years ago. So um, I didn't necessarily want to be a pastor. I wanted to be a preacher where I could come in and preach and then leave and not have to worry about all the rest of it. But that wasn't really the plan God had for me. And so um, I had a church ask me if I would fill in. They had a pastor that passed away. And so we told them we would stay for a year. And so we stayed for that year. At the end of that year, we kind of told them we were kind of relinquishing that so they could go and they could find somebody that was permanent. And it wasn't much longer after that that the church I'm at currently called us up and they said, uh, it was a Sunday morning. It's first Sunday morning. I hadn't preached in a long time and I had no place to go. And so we were getting ready just to go to a random church somewhere. And they called up and they said, Hey, the guy we were trying out to be our pastor is sick. Can you come in and fill in? They said, we don't want you to be our pastor. Like we just want you to fill in. I was like, okay, well, yeah, we'll be there. So, and then I've been there ever since, and so it just kind of kind of fell in my lap, but I always kind of felt like, ever since I was a Christian, I felt like that was the path that God was leading me to. So, and then, then this happened where I'm at, Liberty Christian Academy, so really it's like I pastor two places at the same time, so, and it kind of fell in my lap too. So five years ago, I got a call from Dr. Cavanaugh, and she was like, it was like mid-year, like Christmas break,
0: and she's like, will you please come? And work at the school and i was like absolutely and so i've been here ever since uh-huh. so most people don't know or some people don't know the difference between a pastor and a preacher what is what's the difference between a pastor and a preacher
2: well they can be used intermingling so uh what what i meant by a preacher i meant like an evangelist somebody that travels around does revivals does tent That's, meetings okay. yeah. things like that like, You go in for a few nights, and then you leave. And and a pastor, in my mind, is one that's there all the time. Like my church, we've been there 12 years. So we know families. We know extended families. We know the neighborhood, all of that. So so that's that's the big difference. Okay, Mm gotcha. And I don't think intermingly is a word,
0: (laughs) just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) All righty, cool. What is your
2: inspiration? Um. This is gonna sound corny because I'm on a school's podcast, but really, like the students, like I, that's the aspect of of my job that makes me want to be better, be more, like, seeing students and interacting with with young people in particular. And so that's really my motivation. And I've learned in ministry. I've been doing it a long time, and I've learned. That all age groups require the same thing. It's just the young people that motivate me to do that. So, like, I do a senior ministry once a month in Fountain Town, and by senior I mean old people, right? So, I do like the same object lessons and things I would do here at the school, and they eat it up. They love it, man. And so, it's really, it's really students that that motivate me to keep going and keep doing. Because you know, I'm I'm like everybody else. I have ups and downs, and some days I'm like, ah. I don't know if I'm really supposed to be doing this or want to do this. And then I come to school and the students are like, hey, Pastor Jeff. Hi, Pastor Jeff. Hey, Pastor Jeff. And I'm like, okay, yeah. this is the right spot. So it's really students and people in general, really. I'm a, I'm a people person anyhow. And so it just kind of
0: motivates me. Yeah. To keep you young. Yeah. yeah. That's what they say. <laughs> I, I, I haven't campus.
2: experienced that yet, but yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, all fake.
0: No, because you you dance around campus. Okay, I see you in chapel. Okay, I see you. So, yeah, fake energy. Oh man.
1: Okay, are there any lessons you know now which you you wish you knew earlier?
2: Like in life in general, or like specifically to being a pastor?
1: Uh, Being a pastor.
2: Okay. Um, I didn't realize the emotional roller coaster that being a pastor. Would be I, like I didn't realize how much of a toll it would take on me or my family, and, and so I'll give you an example. So, there's been days in my ministry that in the morning time I did a funeral for somebody that I knew and loved, and then in the evening time I did a wedding for somebody I knew and loved. So, it's like this crazy emotion. So, in the morning, you're sad, you know, you're doing the funeral, you're somber, and then by the afternoon, you're expected to be, you know, lively and smiling because it's a wedding and everything's happy. And, like, you get so many things in one day. It's, it's been crazy. And not that I would change anything, but I wish I have known that going in. So, you know, when you sit by the bedside of somebody that takes their last breath in the same day that somebody has the birth of a child... Like, it takes an emotional toll on you. So some days you just go home and you're like, <laughs> and you just let it all out, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it, I wish I had known that going in. I probably still would have went in because I feel like it's a calling, not just a job. Yeah. But I wish I had known that. Like, it was going to be this crazy, emotional roller coaster. So.
0: Gotcha. So do you, I mean, I know it takes a toll on you. Um, so do you feel like that affects your day-to-day? Or that's a tough question. I, I'm sure it does.
2: Um, I'm pretty, I'm a, I, I call it a masker. Yeah. So I'm a masker. So like people don't know when I'm having a good day or a bad day. They just see the same all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I mask a lot of stuff. And so, you know, some of it is my background. Some of it is, is being a pastor. You just kind of yeah. learn how to mask that. And so, um, yeah, I, I think it does affect my day to day, but you would probably not be able to tell that. Yeah, <laughs> no, so yeah, not, so. <laughs> yeah, and so we we have an agreement at home too. Like I try not to to pile all that on my family as well, and so I have outlets that that you know I used to run. A little bit. I enjoyed running. I don't know why. It's crazy, you know. I don't run anymore. I surf a little bit. Okay. Of course I love music. I love to play and, yeah. and sing and stuff like that. So those are kind of my outlets.
0: I listen to a lot of music as well. So Gotcha. So you said um the church you're at now. What church are you at now?
2: It's a it's called Free Will Chapel and it's a Pentecostal Free Will Baptist church. Okay. That's a mouthful. Yeah. That's <laughs> a mouthful. That's a, so, that's a lot. Been there for about twelve years. Okay. So. All right. Gotcha.
1: Um, when did you start believing in God?
2: Oh, I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean on the way home from a 9-month deployment with no idea if my wife and my daughter would be there. And I happened upon a book that was called The Assassins, which was right up my alley like I was into like reading about war and and crime and stuff like that. And so I got this book called Assassins. Black cover, red writing. Didn't read the inside cover or the back of it. I thought, this is my style of book. So we started our way back from Spain, coming back home. And it ended up, some would say, uh, happenstance. uh, Mm -hmm. But I believe it was ordained. It happened to be one of the Left Behind series. And so I started reading this Left Behind series about the rapture. And, like, I grew up in church, so all of the sermons and all the times my mom had told me that she was praying for me and she wanted me to, to get saved and all of those things. All of those things came back. And I was like, I was like, okay, I hear you, God. Like, okay, if you, if you help me do this, if you change me, I'll live for you. And it's been from that, yeah. that point on. That's been 25 years ago, something like that. Wow. Like, I feel old saying that, like, <laughs> just being 25 is old to you guys, but... Yeah, you're 25 is yeah, old. yeah, yeah, so, so that, that's pretty much how it all happened, and so I was coming home and scared to death, because me and my wife weren't Christians, um, just kind of living a, a worldly lifestyle, and so I knew that something had changed, and I was like, oh, I don't know how she's going to receive this, and so I was like, we need to talk, and... When I got home, we sat down and talked, and I said, "Hey, this is what's happened to me. And like this, like this is legit. Like I'm, I'm changed. I'm different. Like we're gonna get into church. We're gonna, we're gonna do this thing if we're gonna do it at all." And she was like, "Well, that's funny because I've been going to church and I've given my life to Jesus too." So like around the same time, we both got saved and started serving the Lord. So it's was, it's was pretty pretty crazy. That's cool.
0: Yeah, it works it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, questions one silly? Mm-hmm. Alright, cool question. <laughs> fried or grilled food. Fried or grilled food. Fry. It's gonna Fry, be fried with some <laughs> with some hot sauce on it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's that's just me there <laughs> All right. Favorite, favorite fried food. Um Chicken, probably, or shrimp. Like, I'm, mm.
0: I'm a shrimp fan, so
2: okay. shrimp is good. Yeah, so, um,
0: you put hot sauce and tartar sauce, or just hot sauce?
2: I do hot sauce and cocktail sauce oh. if the cocktail sauce ain't hot enough. Uh, <laughs> so, I, hate, uh, I like it spicy, yeah. I see mm-hmm. <laughs> real spicy, yeah. yeah I do, I do. <laughs> so, my chicken, I put a little salt on it, and then I put some hot oh, sauce on man. it. So, okay, favorite piece of chicken. Oh, a leg, a leg so far. Oh, inside, like. dark meat all the way. That's yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Dark meat all the way. Gotta get that leg. Oh
0: my goodness. <laughs> okay.
1: What is your favorite Bible verse and why?
2: Oh, you know, every time I preach, I say this is my favorite Bible story. Or, this is my favorite Bible verse. Um, man, I, you know, I would have to say right now at this moment in my life, it's John three seventeen. Because, you know, everybody knows John 3.16, but we often ignore John 3.17. And, like, it it speaks hope not just to saved people but to unsaved people as well. So it it says God sent a son of the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And so Jesus gets this bad rap sometimes of just being judgmental, judgmental, Mm -hmm. judgmental. And Jesus literally came not to judge us but so that we can be saved. And so that's my favorite verse right now at this moment. That's that true. may change next week. If you ask me next week, <laughs> that might change. But right now, at this moment, that's that's my yeah. that's my
0: jam right now. John 3:17. Yeah. That is true, though. People do feel like like you're just judging, and it's yeah. like you can't do, don't do, and you shouldn't do. Yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah. and that's crazy. and they're not necessarily
2: wrong and all of that. But what the world needs to know is that Jesus came to save. He came to love. Yeah. He mm-hmm. came to deliver. You know, not to slap us around and point fingers in our face. Yeah. So. Uh, that's that's my soapbox that's such a misconception
0: though (laughs) i'll get off that soapbox (laughs) for now
1: (laughs) what's your favorite book in the bible
2: um okay can i give you two is that okay yeah that's good okay so my first one is the book of isaiah and here's why the book of isaiah has 66 chapters in it how many books are in the bible 66. 66, right? Mm -hmm. The first 39 books of Isaiah are identical to the Old Testament, like kind of judgmental, kind of. And then the last 27 books of Isaiah are just like the New Testament with the hope of Jesus. And so that's probably my number one favorite book. My second favorite book is Romans because it's a clear picture of the Apostle Paul's theology, what he believes and why. And so... Um, you know, when you, talk, when you talk evangelism, you talk the Roman's road, and that's why. Is because it's because it's, it's very clear, it's easy to understand, and there's, you know, some books of the Bible, it's like, I don't know what that means, really, but in Romans, like, it's just plain language, hey, this is it, and so that's my second favorite. So, I really can't say which one's top of the other
0: one, but, so so i'm gonna go off script here real quick yeah all right so i like your t-shirts that you wear and i'm a dad shirt myself guy yeah what's your favorite dad shirt that you own
2: um i have a shirt that says keep it holy and i love (laughs) it i love it just because that's kind of my lifestyle yeah and it's kind of fun uh my favorite shirt to go out of town in though it says free prayers just ask. Yeah. And that, like, you'll, you'll, you'll yeah. be surprised. I did, I know, about four years ago, I went to D.C. with a group called Emerge Ministries. I was going to say, you might know those guys. Mm-hmm. So we went to D.C. and went to just uh, the roughest place of town we could find, set up a stage and cook some food and played some music and... And I got to preach, and you'd be amazed that, like, just because your shirt says free prayer, just ask mm-hmm. who would come up and be like, hey, can you pray for me? I got mm-hmm. this going on, I got that going on. Wow. So, my favorite shirt is Be Holy, but my favorite shirt to wear, like, away from here is Free Prayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that money one. Though. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I used to have one that said, Jesus loves me and my tattoos. Yeah. But that's, it, that's it shrunk in the dryer, though, oh, so it, okay. it stopped fitting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, no tiny uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No no t t shirt Tuesday <laughs> or anything. So I had to retire it.
2: <laughs>
0: oh man! All right, all right. Uh, hamburger chicken nuggets. Oh hamburger all the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way like a hamburger. Everything. Everything.
2: Slap everything on. Yeah. It. You ever heard of Paul's relish? No. There's a hot dog stand called Paul's Hot Dogs. They make a relish. It's got, like, ketchup and stuff in it. I that? love to add a little Paul's Relish to my hamburgers. Where is that at? Is uh, it here? Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's way out in the country. That's cool. It's I out towards, like,
0: Burgall, uh, Warsaw area. Okay. I mean, I travel for food. That's yeah, cool. Good. I like trying this well, stuff. Well, they sell
2: the Paul's uh, Relish, though, like at the Piggly Wiggly. Oh. And there's a place at the beach um, called Island Delights in Surf City. Mm. And they'll put it on any sandwich you want them to. Oh, okay.
0: So Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Island of Lights. Good to know.
1: Okay. What did you do before you became a pastor?
0: Before I
2: became a pastor, I spent 21 years and seven days in the Navy. And I did combat medicine for the Marine Corps. So that's, that's pretty much what I did. I really I joined the Navy when I was 17. And my whole goal was to work with the Marine Corps. And so when I got here, I never left, other than like deployments and stuff like that. So I did combat medicine. So in that, I've delivered babies. I worked on labor and delivery for a year. Um, I've been all over the world, uh, done, done all kinds of cool things.
0: So that's what I did before. So, okay. <laughs> I didn't. Did not know that. Yeah. So, I know we talked about covering the linemen in the auditorium. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm, yeah. I'm down. Yeah. 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 I spent
2: out of 21, I spent 19 and a half with a unit with the rinkery unit. Wow. And most of them were uh, two numbers. Yeah. So they were grunt battalions. One yeah. eight two two. Like so, that was. Yeah, you were
0: rough. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough.
2: <laughs> that was, was my rough. life, man. That's yeah. why I limp around like my back's hurt. <laughs> it to do it to you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. What's your favorite Funko Pop? Funny you should ask. Funko Pop. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) I actually
2: have a quite extensive collection of Funko Pops, but they're all Star Wars. So fun fact, only the Star Wars Funko Pops are bobbleheads. Really? The rest of them are figures, and Funko can't sell Star Wars figures. Because Hasbro and Disney now yeah. owns the rights to Star Wars figures, so they're all bobbleheads. I probably have 150 of them.
1: All of the Marvel ones are too bobbleheads. Are they? Yeah. So that's for the same
2: reason. Because of the, they can't call yeah. them figures because mm-hmm. Disney owns them now too. So yeah. uh, my favorite one, probably out of that whole collection, is I have some Christmas ones. So it's Chewbacca with uh, Christmas lights yeah. around him. So that's my favorite <laughs> one. So. That's neat. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay.
1: The, our joke of the day is I'd tell a joke about pizza, but it's too cheesy. Oh,
0: my goodness.
2: <laughs> so you guys were straight bad that joke. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Last thing. All right. Where can uh, people listening uh, find you? All of my social media
2: is Surfing. Underscore preacher, so no G on the surfing okay. so it's just surfing underscore preacher. Okay. So like my Insta, TikTok, um, everything you can find me that way. Okay. If not that way, Free Will Chapel. You type it in as long as it's the Richlands Free Will Chapel.
0: Okay. You can, you can find me or mm-hmm. my name is <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> right. Okay. All righty, cool.
1: Thank you for joining
2: us today. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: I do all things, yeah, yeah. I'm not afraid of the moment. I'm not afraid, I can't hold it. I gotta show up, gotta get up in the morning. I gotta do it for Kobe. Lately I'm zoning, lately I know where I'm going. I can do all things. I can do all things. Yeah, yeah. I'm not afraid of the moment. I'm not afraid I can't hold it. I gotta show up. Gotta get up in the morning. I gotta do it for Kobe. Lately I'm zoning. Lately I know where I'm
1: going.